Garfield News Network, or GNN, is a parody spoof, satire, but yet insightful journalistic hip-hop approached and dispatched presentation that is not meant for those with thin, sensitive skin. Your local network news now begins. This is a GNN special report with Steve Tedesco. An attempted jump, punch, ass, and kick on former NFL quarterback Cam Newton. Out of all places, a seven-on-seven youth football tournament in Atlanta? We cannot... Make this up. Greetings, everyone. I'm Steve Tedesco, and thanks for tuning in to our GNN special report. Is it everyone else, or does former NFL quarterback Cam Newton create chaos? Wherever he seems to go. We'll dig deeper into that question with a couple of people that have a fearless point of view. Unlike those pre-programmed people at ESPN and Fox Sports. But first, let us pause. For a station identification break. Beat. This is a journey. Respect's been given, how's your living? Now I 
can't protect a paid off defect. Check the record and record in intentional wreck. Played off as some intellect. Made the call, took the fall, broke the laws. Not my fault that they fall off. Known as fair square throughout my years. So I growl at the living foul. Black to the bone, my home is your home. But welcome to the Terradome. Unless you've been living under a rock for the past week, you're well aware of the recent jump-aside attempt on former NFL quarterback Cameron Jarrell Newton at a recent 7-on-7 youth football tournament in Atlanta. The majority of national pundits all seem to give the same stale, stupid, sucker-ass excuses for Cam's wick-wick-whack-ass behavior. Well, if you're looking for the real, raw, actual, unapologetic, factual, no-holds-barred, it's time to get scarred reports with the hard-hitting, fire starter spitting host of the very influential podcast Fearless with Jason Whitlock along with his special guest Jason Brown star of the Netflix documentary Last Chance You as well as creator and host of the popular West Coast podcast The Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. The two recently discussed the whole Cam Newton ordeal. And believe me when I tell you, you're not going to get this type of honest discussion from ESPN or Fox Sports. Without any further delay... Here's the first audio clip installment on what we are calling the Cam Newton Dissection 2024. And just in case you're wondering, the answer is yes. That is definitely with air quotes. Check out Dissection audio clip one. You've been knee deep in seven on seven football, understand the culture and what's going on here. I, I, I blame both sides. I don't think Cam Newton is uh, exonerated here or blameless here. Uh, what's your take on what we saw this weekend with Cam Newton? Uh, it's changed a little bit probably since, um, I posted on Twitter yesterday after it happened. I, I got to talk to uh, the actual person who he fought. And uh, mm. that guy right there will be on my show in the morning. Uh, I'll get you his info if you mm. want to get a hold of him as well. He, uh, he'll be on my show in the morning. He's a good friend of a good friend of mine who's a uh, offensive coordinator at Louisville. Um, I've known this cat. Uh, his name's Stefan Brown. He, he used to run Cam Newton's 7-on-7 um, seven seven. Played at Western Kentucky in your old league. Um, played receiver there. And apparently Cam told this guy and another adult 
that he is their daddy and put a hand on the guy. And that is what started it, escalated it. So I'm torn. I'm torn, Jason. It's, it goes both ways. I've been around this thing. I call these guys street agents. So tomorrow's uh, discussion with him may get heated. I don't know, because at the end of the day, he's still a street agent um, who is pushing kids to play seven on seven, um, which I think is horrible for the fabric of football. Seven on seven, I think, is destroying football as we know it. And I saw you post something about Cam. I I read your I read your article. I kind of lean in your way a little bit. For that regard, uh, I do believe he has not done anything worthy of exoneration. I, I think he, 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 he could be the guilty one in this, but I also can't give these street agents any pass because they are clout chasers, and they do know that cell phones exist, and they're waiting for the next big social media splash. Um, why not fight Cam Newton? It go. I'm torn, Jason, down the middle. I just know there's a bunch of. How, go ahead. Give me an age range for this Stefan Brown. What, how old do you? What what age range uh, is he in? Smitty's age, thirty. So, thirty year old guy used to work with Cam Newton, and we've seen previous videos of Cam. He doesn't hold his tongue at these seven on seven deals. Again, he doesn't carry himself like a leader or a coach. He carries himself like a wide receiver and over-the-top personality. And, you know, that that type of – you put that type of energy in the air, and eventually you're going to get that type of energy right back at you. That's what happened here in in my view of, you know, and and not that those guys were right for jumping on him, but but – you got enough. Anybody with enough street sense knows if if I go into certain environments and I want to talk crazy, there's going to be people that want to talk crazy back to me, and something may jump off. I mean, that's street sense one on one. It is. Also, though, on the flip side, like you and I are both from the street. This is nothing more than a pickup basketball game in the hood, right? This is what seven on seven is. Yeah. We talk back and forth. We talk crap. We get going. We escalate. We got homies on both sides. It becomes almost a show, be, uh, you know, outside of the actual game. This is what it is. It's barbershop banter. And I don't know if jumping a man is the, uh, like, to me, it seems like it's going it, to, it's only going to get worse. This, we've seen the, the, the what's his name, uh, Talib. Uh, his brother shoot a guy out of pop Keep to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen all this. So it's escalating. It's getting out of control. It's because they have no parenting at home. Number one, the kids don't respect their own parents and definitely not going to respect an adult. And this guy's 30. Okay. He's a little younger than cam cam won a Heisman. He won a national title and he went to a super bowl and an MVP in the NFL. He's a one percenter, regardless of what we say about him. Agree. Got you. Uh, yes, but to all those things, I would say so, 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 and any any street dude I know would be like so, 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 so what? I, I, it ain't the street dude. in the NFL now, huh? It ain't the street dude that I'm concerning about or concerned about. It's the kids that look up to the street dude 
who sucker punched Cam Newton. Like the kids are the ones that are in this thing. That was not kids. Th- those were two. You think you think it was a kid that sucker punched? That was a that was another grown no. man, from my understanding. No, 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 no. I'm saying the kids that are looking up to the man who sucker punched Cam Newton. The kids. This was a six to twelve year old tournament, Jason. Six to twelve year olds are out here wit- witnessing a bunch of fools acting like they're grown men when they're really a bunch of immature idiots. And the kids get to see that. It's, we already know. This whole Cam Newton conversation is only beginning to generate heat. And there's a lot more to come. But first, let us pause for another station identification break. Beat. They make you wanna swing while our skims see rap Doing our thing is not singing like it used to be No, it's rapping to the rhythm of the George I beat It goes one for the money, two for the show You got my beat, now here I go You see this DJ, he gets down Mixing up each body go around with a hit up The hop, you just don't stop You rock to the beat till it makes you drop Yes, I'm one of a kind, I'm super rhymes And I'd like to say hello And since I'm on the mic and I'm ready to rock this is how it goes Yes, I rock so good I rock so well I ring ding-dang a Ding-ding-a-dang Baby, I'll ring your bell Yes, I'm super rhymes I'm 22 I wanna be 100 before I'm through Because no, I didn't come from the planet Earth Planet Rhyme on is my place of birth From the day I came out my mother's womb I found myself in the operating room Then the doctor spanked me on my behind I didn't cry, the kid started to rhyme My mother said, son, that's the way it should be Your name is Super Rhymes, you'll be an MC So then my father put me on a meteorite Sent me to Earth to rock the mic I got to Earth and started laying it down At the jam of the mic I could be found while I was at the jam Of this one time I'm rocking to the beats and I'm feeling fine Just a freaking out on the freaks behind I looked in the face of Frankenstein I said, hello, no, she's not mine Because my woman is fine as wine And she goes by the name of the lowest line But she didn't come here with me this time I'm feeling real sad, but not that bad I'ma have to run away from this pro dad I ran to the DJ to rock the mic He said, a super rhymes, take it, I'll do what you like So I rocked the party viciously This guy didn't know walked up to me But the closer he got, the more I could tell It was the man they call Coward Hosel The guy you see on KBC while Joe Frazier box Muhammad Ali He said, excuse me, sir, are you super rhymes? The one with the fine woman lowest line I said, I am, will I be on TV like the float Like a butterfly sting and Ali He said, yes, my man, if you show me you can I was told you had the master plan So I rocked the mic for Howard Cosell To show America how I rock so well And while I rock the mic, this is what I said About Dracula, the living dead He didn't like blood, not this vampire The disco beat was his desire Transylvania's where he made home until one day he decided to roam and then out of the crypt uh, he did crawl now check out as we continue playing the cam newton dissection audio clips with numbers two and three running back to back right here on the garfield news network and the kids get to see that we already know they ain't going home to nobody so now they gotta get out of their comfort zone go out here to a tournament and get to see a bunch of idiots doing idiotic things and now we have to sit there and go okay it's okay 
to jump a dude. It's okay not to know who our forefathers were in this game. And we see the lack of respect for players that were actually players in this profession over and over and over. It's getting worse. I just believe that we pay no homage to anyone. And that's why they're so easy to transfer now in the, in the portal. That's why we, JB, 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 I would say as men, if we want a culture of respect, we have to bend over backwards, giving respect. As men, we have to model that behavior. And so these kids are feeding off of the behavior of grown men. We've set a bad example. And again, JB, I'm going to go all the way there because I can go all the way there with you because you know what I'm talking about. But, but the ultimate disrespect to kids is baby mama culture. All, all, again, all of this, I got three or four different baby mamas spread out all over Atlanta and Dallas and this and that. When, when we talk about why kids don't give respect, they've been disrespected at birth. Daddy ain't there or he's at three or four other places. And so they already feel disrespected. And, and Cam Newton's right there with him. Super wealthy dude, got two or three baby mamas, uh, and, and, and I'm looking at everybody talk, talk about this that is caping up for Cam and pretending like Cam's done nothing wrong. This whole, I'm, I'm going all the way there, I care less, I couldn't care less, you can handle it. Black culture is disrespectful to kids, period, end of story. And so I'm not shocked that the kids are disrespectful because the entire culture preaches to them that they're worthless, valueless, that unworthy of a father in the home, unworthy of being called anything but that's what we do. Uh, We make music about shooting and killing each other. And then we're shocked that we play this music at seven on seven camps and violence breaks out. We're disrespecting the kids from jump. Here's the issue, though. These There's a difference between a coach, which the word you use a few times, which to me is disrespectful to the actual coach out there. These guys aren't coaches, Jason. They're street agents. We call them street agents. They are exactly what you just described. They're trying to actually go in and, and, and hit that when we talk about the mama. These guys only want to hit the baby or the mama of the of the kid they're trying to coach. They're not trying to coach these kids. They're trying to get at their mama who knows nothing about the profession because this street agent is going to tell their mama that I'm going to get your kid a scholarship at a D1. The mama has not a clue that scholarships are not given out at seven on seven tournaments. And she is ignorant (laughs) and blinded by ignorance. And that is why and who we have leading our future men. It's these mamas that have not a clue how the recruiting process works, why these kids are transferring four and five times in four years, because the mama said, oh, you getting played, son? Go ahead and transfer then. Because they never went through it themselves. They don't know. So they're just hearing whispering sweet nothings in their ear by these street agents And then what happens to make it worse, Jason, it even compiled even more. The kid goes from his seven on seven coach team coach. I'm going to say by in quotations, it's actually not their trainers who say they're coaches. 
They tell these quarterbacks, okay, all right, take a three-step drop and hold the ball for 28 seconds because there's no clock on you. There's no O-line, so the ball won't be batted down. The kid goes to his high school coach, who in reality is the guy pushing him to get a scholarship, coaching him the right way, and teaching him basic fundamentals. And that kid says, no, my trainer told me I could take a three-step drop and sit here in the pocket all day long. Now we got what's called cross-coaching. Not only is that trainer trying to – downplay the kid's actual coach in high school. Now we have a whole big old, uh, you know, whose penis is bigger situation. And that is what we're, we're, what's going on right now. And we have a huge cultural issue in high school, youth football, high school football, and it's leading to college. Let's, reason let, who's the head of that snake? Who sits at the top of that pyramid that you're talking about? His name is Coach Prime Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders turned Prime Prep into being the face of college football. Prime Prep was a disaster. It was Bishop Sycamore, corruption, the same thing all over again. Somehow he's parlayed that into being at the top of the coaching food chain in college football. That, that, he, he has set the standard that Cam and all the street agents are following. And, and 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 people get upset with me. Oh, he's one of the greatest football players of all time. I got it. That doesn't mean he knows anything about coaching. There is a blueprint for coaches that these the all-time great players don't fit that blueprint. When you've no, been don't. the toast of your of your neighborhood since five or six years old, that does not prepare you to be a coach. You don't care about the details. Because the details don't matter. You have so much talent. And, and so it, it's just Dion has is at the everybody is seeing like it worked for Dion. And you got a bunch of baby Dion's out here that don't really know anything about coaching. But they got social media feeds and they got groupies who will sell the fact that Dion. Dude, last football season, when Dion and them put out the video and Dion acted like telling, I think the wide receiver's name is Jimmy Horn, your daddy's in jail, and you're going to make him proud, and blah, 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 your daddy. Think about your daddy right now. And they sold this as if this was some great coaching moment, and Dion knew how to pull this great play out of Jimmy, I think his name was Horn or whatever. And like, Y'all think that's coaching? Coaching at the college game goes on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It goes on on Sundays. It goes on at midnight when you're studying film and all this other stuff. Telling some dude some story about his daddy in jail. That's some old ghetto BS that doesn't amount to squat, but we think it's coaching now. And doing a little dance step. I saw Cam leading his team in some little dance step and some chant, and everybody's thinking this is coaching. That's not coaching. It's just not. Is so it, I blame is it coaching? Or is it culture? See, there's a difference. There's culture out there. Like to be a well-rounded coach, you have to understand your environment. A, you have to be a you know a chameleon. In my opinion, you have to be able to go into a white neighborhood, a black neighborhood, regardless if you're a white coach or a black coach. You have to be able to do both. Um, 
So there is moments where you need to tell some sort of ghetto story to get through to a kid who only knows inner city values and being raised by a single mother. I've had to do that forever, right? But you also have to coach him on the football field and teach a and create a complete culture, not cater to your son and another kid, Travis Hunter, only and put them only on YouTube. It's got to be a complete overhaul of this culture. I don't see that, and I don't see the overall coach in that particular discussion you just brought up. So again, I see the same situation trickle down into what we're seeing with Cam Newton and the seven on seven debacle. You saw it on the sidelines of prime Deion Sanders, Colorado team last year, when you saw every rapper, actor, famous person in the first four or five weeks, disappear, dissipate, whatever you want to say, we're gone by boom. When they started losing games, this is the same thing you see with Cam Newton and this whole thing. We're only going to talk about him doing what he did. He became famous again, Jason, because he started talking about game managers and Brock Purdy. So now, guess what? Everyone and their mama is going to try to seek fame and fortune off of this guy's name. So he's going to go do, they're going to try to take a shot at him and film it. So I can't wait to have this discussion tomorrow with the actual guy that he fought because that guy obviously has a whole different story on what happened and hopefully cam sees it and will reach out. Cause I would love to get both sides. But at the end of the day, this guy has a background and a history, right? Crab legs, laptop, whatever, or it's not crap. That's James Winston. It's it's laptop at Florida goes Juco blend college. I recruited him when I was at Compton. I know a little bit about cam. Then he goes to Auburn wins a natty Heisman goes on to the league. Goes what? 15 and one goes to the Super Bowl. Um, he had a good run, but then he became a no, he became, you know, neutral again. He became, uh, he wasn't Superman anymore, and everyone forgot about him. So, guess what? He's making it his name known again by doing a podcast like everyone else. And now these seven on seven tournaments are what we see every day. They're a joke. It's, a, it's absolutely a show and a mockery of the actual sport. These kids aren't gaining any value out of them. Not one. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of our GNN Special Report. I'm Steve Tedesco, and thanks for tuning in. has been a GNN Special Report with Steve Tedesco.